Hello everyone, we trust you all are doing well. In this episode of Shift with Motor Drift, we have with us yet again Rishav Saha, who was the fourth guest on our podcast. So welcome Rishav, I trust you are doing well brother. Yes, yes, how are you Rishav? Absolutely fine. So you might be seeing the current Indian market scenario, the car market scenario. What do you feel about it? I feel like companies are giving features uh, and all, but what they're lacking in is quality. They're preferring more quantity over quality, which is definitely like uh, done by compromising in the quality. And uh, yeah. Quality is getting compromised. Yeah. Especially the build quality. They are obsessing over features, features. Exactly, and all gimmicky features like, uh, for example, take the Bellino as an example. It got like four stars in uh, Euro and Cap, and it gets all the necessary features like radar assist braking. Uh, then, uh, uh, then yeah, that's why it scored like uh, uh, four stars. But here in India, it scored like yeah, three stars, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, all it. EBD and ABS and two airbags uh, for a premium hatchback and mm-hmm. where uh, gets like uh, seven airbags and one for the knee as well and and it's standard across all the variants uh, as much as I know but here in India people are focusing more uh, companies are focusing more on gimmicky features like Android Auto Apple Play and uh, what automatic climate control, automatic headlamps. Um, I don't know what they're mm. uh, basically trying to do. They're basically lurking customers by like uh, showing fancy stuffs and all those. But they're lacking is providing quality for the money they are actually taking right now. The sad part is that even the consumers are not cautioning the manufacturers that please provide a safety more than features. Exactly, exactly. That's the point. I have seen customers, you know, basically just boasting about features and going to the showrooms and asking for, okay, what car does have this feature, this feature? Okay, I'm going to buy that one because it has this much more features. So I'm going to get some bragging rights over my yeah, friends. Exactly. And all. exactly. That's, a, that's a huge problem here. In India. They are not making and safety a priority. That's the sad part. Yeah, people are making excuses like uh, safety depends upon the dri- driving style of the people. That's all bullshit, man. Uh, you yeah. can drive well, but if other, it's uh, uh, the others at fault. The, uh, what would happen then? Who would save you? Uh, save you, right? It's a car's built quality, right? Yeah, like I have even you know questioned people about why they have bought such unsafe cars. Then they ask me questions like. Well, man, what is the chance of an accident happening? Like, it it might never happen. I'm like, it might happen uh, right now. It might happen whenever you're driving. Then why do you want to take a chance with your life? But people still do. Yeah, exactly. Take, for example, Grand IT News as uh, an example. It costs like uh, uh, 9.5 lakhs on road, if I'm not wrong, for yeah. the diesel Asta optional, I guess, and it scored like two stars at that price range. Like, 
two years back i bought a verna for that price dude and they are offering like uh, mid segment uh, small car seriously and they are like companies are showing double standards in safety it's scoring like uh, uh, huge numbers in uh, like uh, developed countries like uh, european countries uh, and all but here in like developing countries they're showing double standards and that's not good and they're uh, charging a premium for that but still they are failing to provide quality that's what hmm in foreign countries the rules are stricter as well so they can't you yeah, know really exactly. sell unsafe cars like they have a standard yeah. that if your cars have uh, safety standards above this much standard of ncap if your car scores uh, like four stars or three stars then you have the mm-hmm. right to you know make it into production and sell it within our country but uh, we have no uh, no such rules in india even if a car scores zero star it will still make it into production in india yeah in 2017 i guess they passed the act that every car must be equipped with abs ebd and uh, i guess airbags. parking sensor yeah yeah and airbags so yeah they implemented the manufacturers did a commendable job by uh, did a commendable job by actually including them in their car but where they like uh, tried to save cost is in by compromising build quality Hmm. after the like 2017 uh, act came into effect they did provide safety features like parking sensors ebs cbd and abx all those stuffs but uh, still they tried to make a profit by com- uh, compromising on the sheet metal chassis strength and yeah that's the reason why cars like uh, like Hyundai i20 take for the first generation as an example it's got five stars in uh, global end cap i guess yeah in global end cap uh, back in 2009 mm. and but see for the uh, yeah 2014 14 fake slip it scored like uh, three stars i guess and it yeah. was uh, given the rating of unstable body shell so mm. see the level of cost cutting they're doing but actually they are compromising the build quality of the car just for the sake of uh, making profits yeah i have seen manufacturers you know like making the chassis thinner and thinner just so that the car can run on the road yeah exactly and in the, and in the process you know like on each car they save up to about 10000 20000 and when you multiply these profits you know by the numbers the cars are selling in like 3 million or 2 million units the profits are huge yeah so they are making profits on the you know the safety of people's life on the cost of yeah. people's life they they lack some serious moral and ethical values i don't know <laughs> but seriously this is not done. yeah they are introducing many new platforms like the hard tech platform also known as uh, the heart attack <laughs> platform unfortunately uh, fortunately breza wasn't uh, built on that platform that's why it's good four star actually i don't know like what's uh, what's a car manufacturer's uh, problem uh, problem but i don't 
see any sense in actually compromising in cars build quality for example take the old swift the second generation or the first generation swift uh, for example hmm. right it scored like uh, yeah it had pretty decent score the scores but take uh, the current generation swift for example hmm. uh, first of all i would like to say it's uh, 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 it's no more fun to drive like the second generation or the first generation swift hmm. was Yeah, above that, it's not safe anymore as well. Uh, you know there have been accidents of the third gen Swift, and it rolls off like you know a ball, a ball. It just collides, and it just rolls like a ball. Like the car has got no stability whatsoever, and yeah. it lost its. You know, uh, the Swift was famous for its. You know, uh, like light sports car characteristics, yeah. the way the engine pulled, the way it got into corners. and um, you know while balancing the practicality it offers that's what stiff yeah. uh, swift stunted for but seems like the why has been lost of why the swift Value. was originally made yeah that's the case recently yeah. uh, even the i20 got launched what are your opinions regarding that the design the engine the pricing i20 the to be honest the first thing i'm going to com- i don't care what the car looks like and what feature it offers but being a premium hatchback and uh, it doesn't make any sense to like um uh, price it uh, for like at that price point you can get a mid variant uh, of the creta or the seltos so i didn't don't think that that price point actually make uh, at that price price point it actually makes sense to buy a premium hatchback i don't um, know companies are going bonkers about pricing they're pricing uh, mid segment cars uh, mid segment small cars for like uh, um 9 to 10 lakhs i don't know what they're doing and they instead what they're doing is like in the in the like in the name of like uh, giving better fuel economy they are like day by day they are like um, reducing the weight of the car you know that uh, the new i20 has actually lost 100 kilos than the previous generation mm. and people are still saying that it's safe to drive no matter like uh, uh, no matter whether your car's weight reduces or increases it's still safe to drive but what if so what if a container truck falls on your car who would save you no it's one. the it's the is the sheet metal of the car is the, uh, the see the strength of the sheet, ch- chassis might save you from a head on collision and a sideways collision but what if a tree falls on your car or a truck falls on your car but you are still inside the car it's the sheet metal strength right hmm. but still it's day by day it's uh, becoming like paper hmm. forget trucks even if you know uh, if you apply some extra force by your hands the roof starts to bend yeah yeah i know yeah. like uh, i can manually i can manually you know like puncture the roof if i apply <laughs> some strength that's that is the strength of the car which has to you know protect five people yeah 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 that's a serious question man 
rather than buying an i20 what i guess you know like people can buy the kia seltos oh, so, uh, sorry uh, the kia sonnet yeah sonnet yeah. yeah i i don't know why pre- uh, people prefer like uh, going for compact suvs and like um, uh, compact suvs then premium hatchback for uh, they're buying it for like uh, over 10 lakh rupees but people should start considering uh, sedan c segment sedans like mm. all of the sedans uh, uh in that class like has proper crumple zones proper three block design like abc like normal sedans have uh, generally and, uh, they have good uh, no doubt they have great build quality mm. huge amount of safety and it has good driving feel as well and it's a lot a whole lot value for money to buy a sedan over uh, that what's that's my perspective at least mm. Uh, to buy a sedan over like compact SUVs, but you know, with compact SUVs, uh, the thing is that you know you get some versatility. You can drive your car on the road, and maybe if you pay, you know, uh, maybe if you meet some off-road patches, then you can drive through those as well. That's the thing. And as for sedan, if you are a person, you know, who drive who who wants to drive cars with a sporty characteristic, who wants to you know glide into the corners. that's uh, the sedan segment for you but most of the people you know who are just getting into cars or who are just buying their first cars they get into hatchbacks and the i20 was you know it used to be an affordable hatchback but now the price is yeah. surpassing the 10 lakh mark and that is a premium yeah. segment it's not a, yeah. an affordable car anymore like uh, it was a proper value for money proposition but now it's like going you know, like absolutely i don't know what's the problem with hyundai first it was maruti maruti was uh, like um, so the i20 you know was a people's car people used to look at you know like yeah. uh, we have a good alternative rather than buying a maruti we can buy cars like the i20 yeah. but that seems to have gone Absolutely, absolutely. If in that segment I had to buy a hatchback, it would rather be the Tata Altros. Tata Altros and yeah, uh, yeah Tata Altros is a really good value for money proposition. At least, uh, at least it provides some safety. But I think uh, they should have uh, gone with the uh, turbo charge uh, petrol engine because the. Uh, present naturally aspirated 1.2 is so underpowered it feels like driving a much uh, less powerful version of tiago and that experience uh, in a premium hatchback is like a total engine is total gem mm. if uh, i would prefer a diesel premium hatchback at that price point uh, hands down to tata altros i'll go what they it. can do is na take the cryotech engine out of the harrier maybe slightly yeah. detune it and put it in the altros what a combination that is the 2 liter uh, multi jet right cryotech diesel engine cryo yeah 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 that's the fiat uh, fiat source 2 liter multi jet right yeah It has got about one sixty-seven horsepower and about, I guess, three hundred newton meter of torque. Just imagine that. Yeah, it would be a proper hot hatchback if it got put yeah, into yeah. Altros. 
because like it has got the design done, yeah yeah fiat had done that this experiment before to create a proper hatchback for uh, indian market uh, by launching the abath punto it was pretty smartly priced it was like priced for 9.45 lakh rupees ex showroom but the amount of power it had like it was barely 1300 kilos but uh, a small hatchback basically but it produced like 145 brake horsepower yeah. and that's a whole lot of power for car uh, that basically is uh, the same size of a swift hmm enthusiast but you that, know yeah they are that was their dream hatchback to own yeah 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 the fiat had always like fed the uh, consumers uh, desires they had all always full a uh, con- not consumers sorry sorry not consumers if would, they would have done that they would have actually succeeded but uh, it's rather proper, appropriate to say that they had fulfill all the enthusiasts desire by launching the uno the palio they were like gem of a car for enthusiasts it had proper steer it had like proper it used to give like proper feel of like uh, what enthusiastic driving was that no that was totally unmatched at that time but there were like no people at very le- a few people to actually appreciate that and that's why it uh, fiat like was forced to go out of business yeah man uh, i remember you know sitting in a fiat punto and it used to feel like a different kind of car not one of those in the sales uh, like it didn't feel like an affordable car in any way it felt like a totally premium car the quality was just on another level uh the punto diesel right yeah yeah man that was uh, like uh, i wouldn't say at that time swift was also doing well but man punto was like built like a tanks yeah and you know the interior it was so well laid out i was like man this is a car which can like i can actually live in it was so premium exactly so but uh, yeah. slowly the fiat uh, fiat uh, uh, felt to keep pace with the market and that's why that's the reason of basically uh, the downfall of the fiat in india you know what i think that uh, fiat uh, in order to maximize their profits they forgot to you know adapt yeah. to the indian market what the people yeah. of the market were desiring and shifting towards they stuck at their car models and they didn't upgrade them as the market was desiring and the customers were moving and thus the sales went down and thus they had to leave india you know the basically fiat fiat used to make profits uh, with the uh, in india i'm talking about india with their 1.3 liter uh, that uh, multi jet engine which mm-hmm. was used which is called the national uh, which has also earned the title of national uh, engine of india cuz it has been uh, like adversely used by uh, manufacturers like uh, maruti's and tata in the car and it has like truly earned the title of the national engine of uh, india cuz uh, uh, suzuki used to term it as ddis i guess and uh, mm. 
like yeah. they're selling million and they were selling million and million cars using that fiat fiat sourced 1.3 liter multijet engine and even in tata and that engine was gem as well it used to provide fuel economy uh, it used to provide proper punch uh, proper driving experience so that's why i think that fiat uh, thought it was unnecessary to actually invest in a cars and uh, they thought it was more better to invest in engines rather than cars that's why they like neglected the total mm. car segment they had in india yeah. otherwise you know, they had yeah. Uh, proper... yeah otherwise then uh, the newer generation of punto uh, all those cars they could launch them in india and uh, and few profits for themselves but which they did not and instead what they did was invest on the engines and which mm. was uh, which was not so bad of a plan for fiat but uh, talking about the car segment it totally failed no man it really did the sales went too low and ultimately they had to exit and one of the best yeah, things you know there was no... yeah yeah one of the best things i liked about the engines was that there was no lag you stepped was, in the pedal uh, yeah. you instant you instantly got the power and the torque and the pull the car just yeah, kept turbo pulling turbo used to kick at like 2000 uh, 100 up turbo lag but after the turbo lag mid range was so strong so strong so strong Is... yeah it just kept pulling 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 towards the red line yeah yeah it didn't stop and uh, yeah the one in desire i'm talking about that kick in uh, in that engine hmm it popped recently you have also might have seen you know the innova facelift coming in now toyota is boasting yeah, that facelift. yeah they uh like their toyota will be coming with a lot of features yeah. they basically want to rule the segment uh, but they are you know pricing it like 1 or 2 lakhs above what they are currently pricing it now so they are extremely overpricing it just because they are adding some new features on the car nothing else oh so what do you think about that that the what so basically what do you think about the present generation innova is it uh, providing like uh, um, all the upmarket features that its rivals are providing its price as a segment you know where there isn't much competition for it like even the kia carnival yeah yeah it costs like um, it's a higher segment basically it's the higher uh, yeah, it's sibling higher sibling of the innova the innova is a car which can comfortably sit like eight individuals and you know like superb engine reliability like basically it's a family car it's a great family car and right now i think its pricing is great but uh, just because toyota is adding some new features it doesn't make sense to increase the price by 2 lakhs even i don't know what they are doing they like hike the price for the basics after launching the basics variant by like 4 to 5 lakh rupees now it costs like almost 30 lakh for the mm-hmm. top trim innova 
yet if they like uh, increase the price there are people who will buy it but it won't make any sense to invest so much money and that for like one or two increasing feature are they giving the android auto and apple carplay though no not yet not yet not yet not not even in the facelift upcoming no, not even facelift. in the facelift no not even in the facelift i guess that's a total messed up thing for Toyota. Shame on Toyota for that. Kudos for their reliability and their driving feel and comfort. But yeah, I mean, I know they're kind of like uh, many people would assume them as gimmicky, but uh, yeah, they should like work more on creature comforts like these kind of things. Mm. Well, I think, you know, like Toyota India is getting ruined because Firstly, they are uh, rebadging their Maruti cars and, you know, selling them in the affordable segment. And now they are compromising on, like, they are, like, hiking the prices of their premium models. Yes. That's the path they are heading on. Like, they know they, like, uh, will anyway rule, rule the MPV and the SUV segment given to the Fortuner and the and uh, Innova Krista but like they are like uh, not giving any kind of effort uh, they have become lazy hmm. the point is they have become totally lazy in the Indian market yeah. they are not putting in the efforts which they used to do previously yeah exactly one thing you know that can happen is that Tata is uh, in January 2021, Tata is going to come up with the seven-seater Harrier version, the Gravitas. Gravitas, yeah. Yeah. What I think is uh, if uh, Tata gives it a, uh, a more powerful engine or even the current engine that is in the Harrier, the diesel engine, which has got about 167 PS. So yeah, great power. And, you know, like makes its way into the Gravitas and, price it, and prices it lower than the Innova. Then it will like annihilate the Innova from the market for sure. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know that Innova has is like uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, like worshipped by like people. Even though no matter how much like the company increases the price, they will, would still prefer the Innova. That's what I think. But let's see what happens. But I have high hopes for the Gravitas, though. I I really have high hopes for Gravitas. Because, you know, the Innova has a cult following, you know, and a strong fan following. That's what is pushing the sales. That yeah, is what is pushing exactly, the sales. Exactly. And uh, uh, another thing that, uh, yeah, it's been, like, uh, appropriately titled in district destructible but we are paying like whole lot of money for that tag basically yeah the more than it deserves because back in 2005 i remember like my dad brought the bought the uh innova yeah innova it was a mid variant the g4 variant for like 9.8 lakhs yeah i remember but uh, now see like you won't even like uh, uh, it starts uh, at like uh, 18 lakhs now. Mm. Yeah, double the price yes. almost. 
what your dad bought it for. Yeah, and the diesel starts from twenty lakh. Eighteen hmm. lakh is for the petrol, hmm. and the diesel starts from twenty lakh. So yeah, hmm. and it should also get some more power. Like yeah, for a power. for a car like that, which is so heavy in weight, one hundred fourteen PS is not enough. Yeah, my gets like hundred and forty four. Yeah, that's uh. That's yeah. That's uh, you can say that it's kind of enough, but we could have expect more power at that uh, price point. And mm. this was like uh, I don't know what uh, Toyota India is, Toyota Kiloska is uh, doing in India. They have like discontinued the version of the Innova, which if that would have uh, like uh, still on sale right now, mm. it would actually. Uh, make a whole lot of sense for pricing it at like thirty lakh rupees, but two point four liter for thirty lakhs—that's totally insane. At least they should invested in the engine. At least they, uh, they should have at least provided the engine. Then thirty lakhs would have would somewhat made some kind of sense, but yeah. But now it doesn't make any kind of sense to pay that much of money. For the tag of indestructible, and we are paying a whole lot of money for the reliability. What yeah, do man. you think? Yeah, man. Like, okay, reliability is good, but you know, reliability yeah. should be you know considered to only one point. It shouldn't be you know like your buying decision shouldn't be only based on reliability. Look at the features. Yeah. Look at the segment. Look at the price you are paying for. Look at if the car meets your needs or not. Because ultimately you will be driving the car, so you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at like uh, cars. Like I like I know it makes no sense, and people will hate me for comparing Artiga and Marazzo with Innova. I know, but still, like they are doing the job, getting the job done <laughs> pretty mm. uh, easily. That too for like. Uh, Almost like half, less than half of its price. Yeah. And uh, over that, they're providing upmarket features like Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, and uh, yeah, they're more practical and a better value for money proposition than Innova. Yeah, Art Artica That's will job the pretty. Artica will do the job of uh, Innova pretty well. I have seen it. I have sat yeah. in it as well. You know, like the comfort is good, everything is good. Like it will do the job of an Innova. No need to pay pay ten lakhs more. And Maruti engines are you know somewhat reliable as well. Not as yeah, much Maruti, as Toyota, but yeah, they are good. Totally, Maruti Japanese engine are so reliable, so mm. very reliable. Like and yeah. hands down. And you know what can ultimately happen? Like. Uh, to teach these manufacturers a lesson what can ultimately happen is that manufacturers like tata and mahindra like they have been launching some great cars like yeah, you know yeah. yeah if you buy the endeavor uh, you get an engine with about 167 horsepower you pay 35 or 36 lakhs yeah 167 is the horsepower 157 sorry 157 or something like that theek okay. hai and if uh, two what? liter engine Yeah, for the two liter engine. Yeah, at and about twenty six lakhs for Endivo. 
and the on road price is about 37 lakhs i guess yeah 36 or 37 36, 36 or 37 or 37 uh, so the price has increased after launching the bs6 right yeah so you know like uh, what can ultimately happen is that indian manufacturers like tata harrier is giving the same amount of power at about 20 lakhs less just think about it yeah more power actually exactly. 157 yeah, in the and... endeavor 167 in the tata harrier yeah so what can ultimately happen is na that uh, manufacturers like indian manufacturers will show these manufacturers that they can launch more powerful cars at a price less than that and ultimately these manufacturers would have to catch up with the indian rivals if they want to stay in the indian market that exactly gonna ultimately going to happen chronology yeah. samajh yeah 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 but uh, yeah, i don't know what's wrong with ford they were providing like uh, they were better off with the 3.2 liter engine and yeah. cutting down like 1200 cc from your displacement affects a lot does affects a lot no matter how ford claims it's more powerful whatever shit it claims but yeah it does affects a lot and to be honest indian uh, con- uh, indian uh, uh, companies are basically providing a better value for money proposition it like balancing between features safety and uh, power comfort all they are striking a perfect balance that's what i like about these companies so know. man thank and you for being on the podcast again yeah. thank you for being on the podcast again yeah man I appreciate you for taking the time out for this would you tell our viewers to subscribe to the channel subscribe to the cha- subscribe to the channel guys so man thank you it will be a wrap up shall we say bye bye bye